the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. Christ didn't simply heal a paralyzed man. He transformed him, both physically and spiritually. Those who are saved understand the very physical and spiritual relationship they have with Jesus Christ. If you know this, want this for someone else or for yourself, keep listening. The Transformative Power of Christ with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Houston. I hope everybody's being careful out there. I just drove from Humble and I saw that there was a lot of traffic. Normally I come from my office, which is in the Heights, to the program. Listen, I want to know, are you looking for a place to worship on Sunday evenings? Uh, because we've got something exciting going. Sunday nights in the Heights, we're a new church plant, and we decided to start on Sunday evenings because there used to be a lot more services uh, on Sunday and a lot more opportunities to spend some time in the house of the Lord. We wanted to give people who uh, just didn't get enough God that day a chance to, to come back in and, and worship the Lord on Sunday evenings. We also wanted people who perhaps haven't found a church yet um, and are looking and maybe have some time constraints, maybe uh, couldn't make it in the morning for whatever reason, or, you know, some people even work on Sunday mornings. But we wanted to give people an opportunity, no no matter what your situation, if you're in a church you love, uh, you just want to spend more time worshiping the Lord. Sunday nights in the Heights, we're a non-denominational, spirit-filled, spirit-filled, Bible-based recovery church. And I say recovery church because everybody's recovering from something, whether it's anxiety, divorce, separation, job problems, anger from driving on the freeway. We're all, it's not just addiction. We're all recovering from something. But the main thing is, is we're a spirit-filled Bible-based church. We believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit to transform lives. My life was transformed when I gave it over and surrendered to Jesus Christ. I was healed physically, emotionally, mentally and spiritually when I gave my life to Christ. And I just have a God's called us into the middle of the city to 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 help. And, you know, Jesus came to seek and save the lost. Uh, Luke nineteen ten. Uh, but in order to do that, we've all been given an assignment, and that is a great commission. And that is to, to go out and, and make disciples of all nations. And so we're there to 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 equip people to go out and and spread the gospel, the good news of peace, healing, and love of Jesus Christ across this city. And so we need mature Christians. Uh, We need new Christians. We need people who are curious about Jesus Christ. We're just having a good time worshiping the Lord on Sunday nights in the Heights. It's at 240 West 18th Street. I know it's kind of daunting sometimes to walk into a new place, but you'll be welcomed with open arms. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, you'll be Welcomed with open arms. We're an encouraging, loving church. And, you know, it, we had a powerful service last night. Uh, you know, our, we have some wonderful, talented musicians and singers, and you could just feel the presence of the Holy Spirit from our praise and worship into the, the message that we had. And, and it's just a, it's a really good atmosphere. And I think everybody left really uplifted, you know, and encouraged and loved, and, and, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So come join us one Sunday. It's at 6 p.m. 
240 West 18th Street, 77008, right in the heart of the Heights. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to have you. We've gotten some people come in from the radio show. You know, we're growing in, uh, slowly, but we're growing, and we, we kind of started a church in the middle of a pandemic, but, you know, that's what God called us to do, so amen. Um, and, uh, but, you know, we pick up some people from the radio, word of mouth, and, and then we're also on Facebook, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. If you want to go check out some of our services, you could do that, uh, but you're more than welcome to join us. So I'm going to continue the discussion we had on healing because uh, Jesus not only transforms the transformative power of Christ, he also heals. And he will heal us physically, emotionally, mentally, and most importantly, spiritually. So we're going to get into that a little bit today. I want to go over some of the things we talked about last week. How does God heal? The power of Christ to heal today. Um, is Jesus still in the miracle business? If Jesus heals today, why do I get sick? And we need to get into that a little bit more. We didn't cover that last program. How do I receive healing, and what to do? What to do if I'm not healed? Because we all know that this is a this is our temporary home here on this earth. We've got a mission. We've got a purpose. God knew what your purpose was before you were even in your mother's womb, and he, you've got a purpose here. But ultimately, our home is with Him as believers. We're, we have the promise of eternal life, and He's ultimately going to heal us all in that fashion. Uh, but there's reasons that sometimes we, we have thorns in our flesh or infirmities that we have to deal with, and we're going to get into that today. But Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He healed in the in the Bible, and he heals today. And, you know, one of the beautiful things about working in the recovery, you know, some of you all may know I have a show on Wednesday called Recovery Radio Houston because I'm in recovery. Um, my life was transformed by my relationship with Jesus Christ, and it's oh, such a wonderful thing. <laughs> That's so blessed, and and he's such a good God. So God heals. His name is Jehovah Rapha, Yahweh Rapha, the God who heals. That's literally what that means. Uh, Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. God heals us naturally. I'm going to go through a little summary of what we talked about last time. You know, the first time you cut your finger, you would have bled to death, except that God has made us as self-healing organisms. It's truly amazing. You know that fasting not only has spiritual benefit, but it also helps you heal. My dad, for example, he fasted once for over 20 days, and he healed a prostate issue and a varicose vein issue uh, by doing it because it enabled his body to focus on healing. We are self-healing organisms. For example, our kidneys can, can be healed. We can go from stage 3 kidney disease to stage 2 kidney disease when we start taking care of ourselves. Uh, our livers can be healed if we if we stop drinking. Our lungs can be healed if we stop smoking. Uh, our brains, if we're addicted to something and we're doing, you know, I've seen pictures of cocaine addicts. The day they quit, six weeks later, six months later, and a year later. And they've got all these splotches on their brain in the beginning, and gradually God heals us, and, and those their brains become clear. It's really amazing. Um, it some and some drugs take two years to, and sometimes we don't heal completely. But the amount of healing that takes place is absolutely amazing. God made us as self-healing organisms, and that's that's natural healing. Although I think that's also supernatural. Uh, 
that he did that. The way he designed us is is incredible. Let's talk about a, a second way. You know, also, before I forget, uh, God gives us, there are all kind of natural remedies. You know, pharmaceuticals are not the only way to get healed. There, there are all kinds of natural remedies. My wife is really into natural remedies. I'm not saying that sometimes we need medicine, but but there are natural remedies that are quite effective sometimes. And God, you know, God really gave us everything we need on this earth. For example, the the sun could power this earth for 300 million years if we could properly uh, harness it. Um, he gave us the oil that we use, you know, for most of our power right now. God gave us everything we need on earth. God is so good. And sometimes we just don't aren't very good shepherds. But God heals us naturally. God heals us medically, too. I just talked about my dad. Well, my dad is 86. We had his 86th birthday last Thursday, and uh, he's doing great. Well, three years ago, he was playing football. <laughs> my dad's a character. And uh, he uh, he landed funny. He was really just throwing passes, but that's playing football, I suppose, uh, with my nephew. And he landed funny. And uh and when he came down, he he broke his 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 uh, a bone at the right at his hip, and so he had to be healed medically. My dad normally just uh, they asked him when he got in the hospital. They said, uh, "Mr. Allworth, when is the last time you saw a physician?" And he thought about it for a minute. This is in 2016. He thought about it for a minute, and he said, um, "1977." <laughs> <laughs> so my dad's really into natural healing also. But that time he needed to, he needed to be healed medically. Well, you say the doctors healed him. You know, they performed surgery. Well, where did that knowledge from came from? That knowledge came from God. All this accumulated knowledge we have for, for medicine, it's all gifts from God. Everything we have is a gift from God. You know, when we pray for people to, to heal, I pray for them to be healed naturally, supernaturally, and, and I pray for God to give the doctors and physicians godly wisdom. That's where the wisdom comes. And then we, we, we see supernatural healing. And, you know, it's so blessed again to be in the recovery benefit because i see people that are you know that are delivered immediately my father-in-law drank for years the doctors told him he was gonna uh, die if he kept drinking but he he he's a strong believer he hit his knees he prayed to god to remove that thorn from him hadn't had a drink in 13 years he was healed immediately supernaturally and we see at our break every chain um ministry on friday nights we had a testimony where a man talked about a miraculous healing he saw in the philippines these things tend to happen more in the in the from a physical standpoint in third world countries where they don't have doctors but i see people you know if you've never read it there's a book called the cross and the switchblade where a pastor named david wilkerson from a small rural community in pennsylvania went into new york and started started ministering to gang members and he started taking the power of the holy spirit and laying hands on these people that were addicted to drugs and into violence and and god protected him and these people began to be delivered it's an incredible story i really recommend the book that led to something called teen challenge which we have nationwide now which which you know is a drug rehab faith based drug rehab that that takes care of teenagers and adult challenge and these people i've seen people deliver we had a brother delivered uh that was on crack cocaine recently uh at our church we laid hands on him and, and he was delivered i've seen this it's a now many people have to walk through their deliverance it takes a longer time it takes a lot of work just like being 
uh, really deepening your walk with the Lord takes a lot of work. You don't just go into church one day, uh, hear a good sermon, read a couple of scriptures, and say, I'm a, I'm a perfect Christian. No, you keep working at it. You keep going to church. You keep fellowshipping. You keep reading the Word. You keep praying to God. So God heals us supernaturally. He heals us naturally. He heals us medically. One more thing about the natural, and then I need to move on. But do you know that they actually can, can take scans of our brains right now and know what activities are good for us? You know how joy comes in the morning, the Bible tells us? Well, we make new neurons every day. And when we engage in spiritual activities, praying in tongues, reading the Word, fellowshipping, worshiping the Lord, those kinds of activities create positive, healthy neurons. When we do things like engage in bitterness and jealousy and envy and all those kinds of things, those little neurons look like stick trees. They actually can see that on test. It's so amazing. God is so good. And so joy does come in the morning, and God heals us naturally. So, you know, Jesus referred to himself as a physician twice in the Bible, once as a spiritual healer. And when Jesus said he was being criticized for hanging out with tax collectors and sinners, and he said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Jesus came, not only did he die for us when we were yet sinners, he came for each and every one of us to call us, to give, cleanse us with his righteousness. Isn't that amazing? And of course, as a physical healer, and I'm going to, I went through this in more detail last week, but the Bible is pervasive. Jesus healed people that were sick, blind, lame, deaf, leprous, paralyzed, mentally ill, demon possessed throughout the Bible. And he didn't heal because he was a trained physician or a magician. He healed with divine power. And I believe and we believe in our church that that divine power still exists today. We just need to tap into it. Jesus went beyond curing, you know, just normal illnesses. He touched every level of our existence as a human being, physical, emotional, social, spiritual. Jesus's touch had healing power, and that touch still has healing power today. I have experienced it. I've experienced supernatural healing. If you'd have seen me 10 years ago, you would have never thought that I would be behind this microphone now. I can promise you that. But this isn't about me. This is about Jesus Christ. So I think one of the wonderful stories in the Bible is Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45, when Jesus touched the leprous man, because leprosy, there was such a stigma in the Jewish community. You didn't touch them. You didn't get near lepers, much less touch them. But Jesus, Mark one forty one. then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing to be cleansed. That's the kind of barrier that Jesus, you know, we've got barriers in our society now. We've got barriers, you know, a, a few years ago, everybody was frightened to death to touch people with AIDS, for example. And there are prejudices that still exist in our society that cause a lot of conflict. It's one of the reasons that I'm so overjoyed to come into an evangelical, uh, faith-based, spirit-filled church environment because there is no prejudice. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. That's what Jesus Christ does. He brings us together. Our nation would be healed. We're talking about healing if we would all turn our eyes to Jesus. He's stretching out his hand. His hand is always there. It was there for me for all my life, and I didn't recognize it until I finally surrendered and came to him. Glory, hallelujah, all glory to God. In Acts chapter 4, 30, Peter and John prayed in unison, stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. I think as we head into these last days, we're going to see more signs and wonders 
Again, I see it in the recovery community all the time. The Open Door Mission, which I'm proud to be a part of, I'm on the board of directors, transforms addicted and homeless men's lives, gets them jobs. You know, if you if you want more information about it, you can email me at Pastor John, J O N at nccgreaterheights.org. Pastor John, J O N at nccgreaterheights.org. If you've got somebody that's struggling out there that needs to be healed, send me an email. I'd love to help them particularly if they're struggling under the bondage of addiction, any kind of addiction, love to help them. You know, touch is powerful. There's something called kangaroo healing. They've done studies with newborns, and they come out, and they're premature. If they spend time with their mothers touching them, laying on their chest, you know, many, many hours doing that, they have a greater rate of healing. That's one of the things that's so sad about our current pandemic is these people are isolated. There's touch you know again we're self-healing when it's what's going on in our minds we have power in our minds and if we if we feel loved if we feel connected then we get the power to come through these things and people that aren't touched it's it's a it's a terrible terrible thing so jesus healed out of compassion you know the bible is good news no matter where we've been through we're, we can be healed therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have come new. John eight thirty six. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. First Peter two nine. But if you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of Him who called you out of darkness and into His marvelous light. That's the healing that we don't often see and think about in terms of healing, is the spiritual healing, the healing that comes from accepting Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus can take you out of your depression. He can take you out of your anxiety if you just turn all your troubles over to him and realize that he's got you in his hand and just start praising him. It's you go into come into our church, 240 West 18th Street. I'll do another plug. Sunday nights in the Heights 6 p.m. and start praising Jesus in our praise and worship. And see if you can be depressed. I challenge you. You're going to produce endorphins and dopamine and things that are just, we are made to worship the Lord. It'll take you out of it. So why do I get sick and why am I not healed when I do? If I'm a believer, I follow Jesus Christ. Well, sometimes our infirmities have a purpose. In 2 Corinthians twelve seven. Paul said, Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Just as God allowed Satan to torment Job, here God allowed Satan to torment Paul. Paul says a messenger from Satan. See, because if Paul was too puffed up, then God couldn't have used him in the same way. I mean, one of the things that we need to be healed from is pride. We can't really witness to people if we're walking around boastful and pride. How is that showing the light of Christ? But that's not. Paul was given an incredible mission. I thought I was going to get into what happened to him on the road to Damascus, but I'm running out of time. Maybe we'll hit it a little bit. But Paul had an incredible. I mean, Jesus. He had an encounter with Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus. He was given the assignment of reaching out to the Gentiles. Here he was, this this Pharisee of Pharisees. <laughs> had disdain for the Gentiles, was going around committing the worst sin possible. He was 
grieving the Holy Spirit, you know, going against the Son of God, Jesus Christ, killing Christians. And here he was selected. What a brilliant selection. Let's take this guy, and if he believes in Jesus Christ, that's going to get people's attention. And it did. So sometimes we have an affliction because it enables us to serve God better. It enables us to help people that are walking through the same thing, that are dealing with the same situation. That when we're overcomers, when we can get around it, when we can work with it, when we can be an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, that's powerful. I can't help people in addiction the same way if I didn't go through it myself, if I wasn't in recovery for now for so many years. That's, that's, that's what it takes. We've walked through it and been set free. So we're also not healed sometimes because we live in a fallen world. Remember, until Adam and Eve listened to the wrong voice and took a bite of the apple, we were in paradise. No death, no sickness, no disease. But we did. We fell. And, you know, I want you to look at a couple of scriptures because our forgiveness is often tied in in the Bible with healing. Psalm 103, 2-3, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your inequities, who heals all your diseases. Okay, our inequities, our sins are forgiven once we accept Jesus Christ. But do we still sin? Yeah, we do. We do. We all fall short of the glory of God. But, you know, a difference now, of course, is as believers, we're now convicted. We're not delighting in it. We've, we want to do better. We confess our sins so that we may be healed. These, these are tied together. So, yes, we still sin. And yes, we still get sick in this fallen world. But ultimately, he's going to heal us all in a beautiful, wonderful way. He's going to heal us all. Let's look at another verse, Isaiah 53, 4 through 5. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, our sins. He was bruised for our inequities, our sins. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All right, so that's coupled. Our sin and our healing in this fallen world. We still sin, and we still get sick. But he heals us. And how, what, what, how does he heal us? Why do we heal? Just as he heals, gets, forgives our sins, he heals us through grace. We're only healed through grace. which is we're, we're healed from our spiritual maladies, our mental maladies. We're healed by his grace. Now, God doesn't cause you to be sick. Exodus fifteen twenty six. I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. He's Jehovah Rapha. But we live in this fallen world. So what do we do when we, when we aren't healed? We trust God. We trust God. There's a purpose for it. There's a reason for it. In Philippians 1.20, Paul said, Christ will be magnified, exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For me to live is in Christ and to die is to gain. Amen. Paul knew. You know, he's the only guy. He was swept up to, to heaven. He talks about it so modestly. Uh, in that same verse in Corinthians where he says, my grace is sufficient for you. But he, he knew what was, going, what was going on. But he says, for me to live is Christ and to die is to gain. Christ is going to heal us marvelously, wonderfully. But we have a mission here. We had a mission when we were first conceived, and God has a purpose for us now. 
And sometimes we have to walk through these things. But I want to tell you that if you're down, if you if you don't know what's going on in life, you feel unsettled in this political upheaval time and this time of pandemic and all the issues and all the problems that we have, these trials and tribulations, there's one who can heal you. He can heal you spiritually. He can heal your anxiety. He can, his perfect love casts out fear. Turn your sights and your attention to Jesus Christ. He will heal you. I've experienced it. I've experienced it. We're healed by his love, by his grace, and by his compassion. He's a wonderful loving God and he wants to heal you he wants to put you back on the road he's like a incredible GPS system you may get off track but he's going to reroute you if you just turn your attention to him he he wants to heal you you know Jesus asked the paralyzed man do you want to be healed you got to want it you got to want that relationship with him his hand is there his hand is outstretched for you to grab he wants to heal you If you want a better life, give your life to Christ. Hey, come join us Sunday nights in the Heights. New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We're a non-denominational, Bible-based, spirit-filled church. We're at 240 West 18th Street. If you're looking for a place to worship on Sunday nights, come join us. 6 p.m., 240 West 18th Street. Come feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Come feel His power to heal, His power to restore, His embrace, His love you know, we've really got something exciting going. We're new, and it's an opportunity to get in on the ground floor. Again, it's New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We'd love to meet you. I'd love to shake your hand. I'd love to give you a hug. If you're not, anyway, 240 West 18th Street, 77008. We worship at 6 p.m. Sunday nights in the Heights. I'd love to meet you there. Hey, we love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. But more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen.